You're listening to Game Time in the Triangle. I'm your host, Trisha Williamson. On today's show, we'll recap our Friday Night Rivals season opener between Heritage and Cleveland, and look ahead to this week's matchup between Garner and Millbrook. Plus, I welcome Josh Powell and Paul Walls, producers for the CW22 and MyRDC. We'll discuss the Friday Night Rivals kickoff special, now available online. FNR was in Clayton on Friday night, where Cleveland High School hosted Heritage High School. Heritage started the game with intensity, scoring an early field goal and touchdown. Cleveland answered back with a touchdown of their own to finish the quarter, Cleveland Rams 7, Heritage Huskies 10. The second quarter was dominated by Cleveland, with quarterback Jackson Bird throwing touchdowns to Cam Insco and Jordan Gulley. A last-second Heritage field goal made the halftime score Cleveland 22, Heritage 13. Going to heave it down. Field caught! More of a touchdown. Cam Insko with his second touchdown of the year. There's a throw downfield. It is going to be hauled in for the score. Touchdown, Cleveland. Gully with the grab. In the second half, Cleveland sprinted out of the gate. Tyson Stokes increased the lead with an 80-yard rushing touchdown on the second play of the quarter. Huskies player to watch Tavares Carter closed the gap, scoring two touchdowns and ending the quarter with a score of 26 for Heritage and 29 for Cleveland. Despite the comeback, the fourth quarter belonged to the Rams. Quarterback Jackson Bird scored a touchdown, followed by an interception and touchdown by Marquise Rawls. The final score for Friday Night Rivals was Cleveland 42, Heritage 26. After the game, Cleveland's coach Riley talked about his team's resilience and spoke to sideline reporter Kendall Smith about the win. Coach Riley, congratulations on the win. You overcome a 10-point deficit to earn this one tonight. What impressed you most about the victory? Uh, yeah, our, our team both weeks has been resilient, um, so hopefully we can clean up some stuff so we don't have to be so resilient. But uh, a great job of, of finishing, making the plays when we had to, to to get the win. Heading into next week, what can you build on from this win? Uh, you know, just getting better, uh, sharper, eliminating the penalties and the turnovers, and, and just executing better on defense. Today's guests are Paul Walls and Josh Powell. They're producers here at MyRDC and the guys behind the Friday Night Rivals kickoff special. They also work on the sidelines at our Friday Night Rivals games, and they produce Community Matters on MyRDC and the CW22. Welcome, guys. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank you very much, Trisha. So uh, you guys were traveling a lot this summer. You were filming our Friday Night Rivals kickoff special, which uh, leads up to our first game of the year. How was that? That was awesome. Uh, I just love to get out there in the summer and, and hang out with the players and the coaches and see what they're up to. It's just everybody's excited. You know, it's like springtime, you know, after a long winter. Everybody wants to see some football. Everybody thinks they have a chance and they do, you know, so. Yeah, it's nice to get out there when uh, nobody has any records yet and everybody's just uh, preparing for hoping for the best for the season. And um, Whenever we go out there, it's always really great energy. Um, all the coaches and players like seeing us. They like talking to us, and everybody's just uh, really nice to us when we come out there. So Jay Sunhalter, our color analyst, is the host of the Friday Night Rivals kickoff special. How was it traveling with him? He's kind of a big teddy bear out there, right? Like really into it, and you guys get to see that firsthand. Yeah, Jay's awesome. He he played in college. He played at ECU. He, he played at Wakefield here, and, you know, and he does a lot of work for other networks. So, he, you know, he's, he's really good at what he does. And he's kind of the face, you know, he's the, 
the, the color guy on the telecast and people know him and they get excited to see Jay and, he, and he's a great interviewer as well. Yeah. So Jay has, uh, the look of a bear and the attitude of a golden retriever. Um, he's just always, always down for anything. And he's so passionate about high school sports. He just, uh, he loves staying in touch with the coaches. He loves getting to know the players, um, building a relationship with everybody. And, uh, he's always just so nice to be around. He's just a genuinely nice presence. We love whenever he comes into the studio to shoot promos or anything. He always just sticks around and just hangs out with us. So, uh, it's nice to have somebody like Jay around all the time. Just makes you feel good. Last week, Jay was our guest on the first episode of Game Time in the Triangle, and he was talking about the production of Friday Night Rivals, and he was raving about you all and the directing and the production and everything. So feelings mutual there. Well, he better. So while you guys were out there filming the kickoff special, you know, the athletes out there, they take their summer workouts really seriously. What were you all seeing with the athletes that are going to be on Friday Night Rivals this year? Oh, they're they're out there. They're funny. Um, You never know especially when you interview the kids, what, what's going to come out of their mouth. But there, some of them, they'll tell you how tough it is being out there early in the morning before the heat and the, the ground's wet and soaked. And But, you know, most of them are excited to be there. Some of them know, I think, that they're not going to be playing much, but but they're there having fun doing what they do, and it's, it's just a great time. Yeah, and it's fun going out there and seeing uh, all of them competing because, uh, yeah, again, it's, it's right before the season started, so nobody knows exactly – what their roles are going to be. And some people are just really fighting. They're taking every single practice, every single workout to uh, get better and earn a spot. And um, yeah, it's just exciting to see the energy. Sometimes we get there and they're lifting weights. Sometimes we get there and they don't have pads on because it's too hot. Sometimes we get there and they have some pads on. Um, It's just fun. Anytime, anytime we see them, anytime they're really going at it. um, Just cool to see that energy. What's the hardest part of off-season workouts? Honestly, the discipline of waking up, getting out of bed, you know you don't want to do it. No one else is doing it. 7.30 in the morning, you're here on the field. It's all moist. Your cleats are soaking. You don't want to be here. But Last week, we aired clips from the Friday, or from the Friday Night Rivals kickoff special, and the teams themselves were sharing it all over social media. Do you think that they really enjoy that we come out there to kind of get a behind-the-scenes look of their season? It's funny because about 10 years ago, I started doing Game of the Week where we just went and featured one game each week, and it would be on a newscast just before we were in full games, and it started to develop relationships with the coaches. And then it got to where the players would be like, oh, game of the week's here. Now Friday Night Rivals, that now everybody seems to know what it is. First season, they're like, all right, what's happening here? And then they see themselves on TV like, whoa, this is kind of big time. And, and now it's just, yeah, people, people seem to know what's up, and they're just real excited to be on TV. Yeah, I think um, it's, it's really fun for the – high school kids um and you know the the players and the people they go to school with they just they share this stuff so much so a lot of the things we do like uh players to watch scholar athlete we do the highlights and then with all these clips we've put out with the the kickoff special they just love sharing it around going like oh yeah i know that kid or um you know uh or parents start sharing it around so um it's just good to see how kind of how much it grows over social media and it's just fun for them to be able to see themselves with a you know really nice kind of espn style production i mean you say that i don't know if you're like saying it as a joke, but I really do believe that our production is incredible. And you guys went out there and, you know, the lighting is great. Jay looks great. The kids look great. And I'm just going to give you kudos because as a two-man production team, 
people are raving over, you know, what you all do for shows like this. Thanks. It's fun. And we'll get to do it again come basketball season. Did you all have a favorite interview from the show this year? I don't know if there was one particular favorite one, but uh, the, the best part is just seeing sometimes the kids are just brutally open and honest sometimes. And just, just hearing what they'll come out with is, is hilarious. And, and they're serious. And then sometimes the coaches are great, too. Um, sometimes they're a little bit more honest than then I won't, some things they'll share, but they won't make the final cut. And it's nothing bad. It's just like, wow, you know, I appreciate that. Yeah, it is fun some, sometimes to hear the coaches talk about kind of um, behind the scenes of North Carolina high school football and some of the things you don't know about that obviously we're not going to get on camera. But it's uh, but it's just interesting to kind of be able to have that insider scoop. And um, with the kids, it's just, uh, it's funny to see how some of them will, go about their interviews some of them will come and they'll be like really really lively and really jokey and they won't know how to act on camera they're really jittery they're just excited to be you know to be on camera and talking to jay and then some of them will be just so so serious like so so intense and they'll be telling the other team to watch out for them because they're coming to get them and uh so it's just funny like you never know what you're gonna get um because like these kids, like, you know, they rotate every year, they graduate. So there'll be new kids, new, new faces. And you never know what you're going to get with the new batch of players. Are they going to be like crazy, crazy, intense, serious? Um, or are they just going to be kind of laid back and just talk about how, how fun this is? So it's always fun. Yeah. Some of them, they, they don't get a lot of media coverage. You know, so you can tell some of the players that are going to be stars at the next level, they're comfortable. They're used to it. I, I hate being on camera. I like to be on the other side. And some of these kids, this is our first time being on camera, you know, and it's, they, they all react differently, but it's all, it's always awesome. I've watched a couple of the episodes and I know what you guys are talking about. There's people who were like, that team better watch out. We are rivals. I am here. Like there's going to be blood. And then there's one who was the kid who was talking about he's six foot six. Who was that guy? Brody Ritter at uh, Broughton. We're gonna play that clip because it's amazing. And um, Paul, what did he what did he tell you guys to call him? He said, "What can I say about you when, when if you get a sack on TV?" That's what Jay said. He said, "But you're gonna play that." Yeah, we'll play that. So if you get a sack or when you make a play, what do you want me to say about you? Ooh, that's a that's a hard one. Say the six six menace got him. <laughs> that's it. That's So right now, the show has aired three times on my RDC. And now where can you find the kickoff special? Well, Trisha, I think that you can answer that question better than us. We are going to get you the special and you are going to make sure it gets online, right? YouTube, uh, where else is going to be linked to? Twitter, Instagram. I did have to make a couple quick changes. It's going to be slightly different than the version that aired on TV because a couple of the games, the schedule changed a bit. But uh, it will. the place to really see the whole show will be YouTube. Watch it, share it, get excited about it. It's awesome. And we'll have a link uh, both in the description for this podcast and we will have a link online. Um, and just because it's the season kickoff special uh, doesn't mean, you know, you can't still watch it during the season and get some from it. Because we do talk about um, we talk about how the uh, offseason workouts are going and training leading up to the season and goals for every team. But we also do talk about the matchups. And um, a lot of these coaches, they've been around for a while. They're kind of uh, they have an understanding of the coaches that they're going to be facing whenever we broadcast them. So uh there is some good, um, some good matchup breakdowns in that show as well. So, um, yeah, be excited to watch it uh, kind of throughout the season. There were a couple of special guests on the episode, right? Uh, players that we have featured or players who played high school here and have gone on. Can you tell me about that? 
Um, yeah, so uh, Byron Brown from uh, well, he played at Roseville when uh, when we covered a few of Roseville's games, and um, I mean I, he I mean he was a great player when we covered him, but he was also our um, scholar athlete of the year, and um, we were able to get him back. He's playing at South Florida right now, and uh, he's going for the he's going into his sophomore year, going for the uh, starter spot now at quarterback. And uh, we were able to get him on for a Zoom. He was very gracious with his time. Uh, Jay and uh, both Jay and Trisha were able to get Zoom interviews with him. And um, yeah, just talked talked a lot about his time at Roseville. He looks back on it really fondly. He thanked all his coaches for helping him get to where he is, and talked about you know some goals for the future. Also, just like he can't help himself but talk about how important academics are. So just really well-rounded kid. And uh, yeah, it was fun to talk to him again. You mentioned that interview that I got to do with Byram as well. That's going to be an episode of Game Time in the Triangle. That interview will air the same week that we air the Rollsville Wake Forest game, which is going to be the week of October 20th. So you'll be able to hear Byram again when I got to interview him. We had some fun getting into the uh, rivalry with Carrie and Apex and Bob Wolf, who coached Apex for many years, almost two decades, was there. We got a cool interview with him. He told us some stories. And then when we were at Clayton, Coach Chadwick said, hey, come this day because Drake May is going to be here. So we got a great interview with those two. So just a lot of fun. Some some cool stuff. Head coach at Clayton High's football program, Coach Scott Chadwick, and his former quarterback, Drake May. I first met him when he showed up at my quarterback uh, training site, watched him throw, and I asked this kid's not bad. Um, you know, Coach Chow is just, just the person he is, and I think, you know, he does great. Uh, I just listened to his post-practice speech out here, and he's out here still giving the same life lessons he is to us. You know, that's still what you still use today. So that's been Coach Chow. You know, it's about football. It's also about, you know, growing us in the men. So for this kickoff special, you guys went out and you did all of these interviews, and obviously you can't get everything into an hour-long show. Was there anything that didn't make the cut that you wish could have made the cut? Well, I don't know if there's anything that didn't make it that was – Really, I felt like should have, but there's always some funny stuff. I'll put some of that in the credits. Um, and there's always extended interviews that are good. Like we we talked to Coach Chadwick at Clayton and Drake May for about 10 minutes, and it got edited down to about three. So we might post the rest of that online. Um, we were at Campbell because Holly Springs had a football camp there, and Jay talked to Mike Minner for about 12 minutes, and we edited that down to two. So we'll, we can probably put some of that stuff out. So there's always some great things that didn't make it, but – so hopefully that'll get out. Probably the first thing I heard Paul really start going through um, was uh, not really bloopers, but just like funny, funny kids, funny things kids say. So he, after practice, he would like make a kind of a mental checklist like, oh, I got to go back and track that clip down. Just like because, again, some of some of the kids say really off the wall stuff um, and Jay can get some really fun answers out of them. Um, Jay will challenge them to push up contests and races we haven't got we haven't gotten jay to actually race a kid i think he's scared to do that but he'll take some kids on with push-up contests so um but yeah paul did a good job of breaking the show somehow we were able to fit everyone we were able to interview um into the show and uh yeah the show goes quick but we were able to get most of the good information in there i think i'm fast yeah i mean i can prove it too if you want me to do you think you're faster than me I'm quick. I'm quick and I'm strong. I doubt you're stronger than me, though. Oh, oh, okay. That's a challenge. Well, I'm about to do ten push-ups right now. For me, I just like pancaking and scoring touchdowns. You know? Uh, I like to hit people. I kind of like to make some people's days kind of worse. What are some of your goals for this season? Don't lose. 
Simple as that. Don't lose. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Uh, I'm in there to win it. And the Wildcats better be ready for number 74 when he comes full force at them. It's always going to be good to be on TV, especially when you're going to whip Wake Forest like we are. So, What does the carry rivalry mean? Oh, I don't like carry. I'm trying to win by 50 against them. What's your stat line going to be for the game? My stat line for the game, um, I'm going to be modest. I'm going to say I'm going to go for five catches, 150 yards, like two or three TDs. And other than the kickoff special, you both are seen on the sidelines actually helping to produce Friday Night Rivals. Are there any games this season that you're excited to see, excited for any matchups? You'll see Josh on the sideline. He's he's generally down there doing down and distance and sending it up to the booth. Sometimes he's dancing on the sideline, and they love putting those highlights in. I'm usually up in the booth doing stats. But uh, really, there's so many different ways to look at it. You know, you got powerhouses like Wake Forest, Rollsville. Always look forward to that. But then um, Apex has had a great year, and that rivalry should be real fun, Apex carry. So, you know, you name it. I think every game's going to be exciting. I bet Josh's got a few, especially that Apex one. Oh, yeah, it'll be fun to um, relive the glory days and see the Apex carry match up and kind of see how far they come i know apex after i graduated um they kind of uh kind of trying to find their way as a program but seems like under uh coach mazurka they've uh, really gotten on track and they've actually um become you know really prominent in the area so it'll be fun to see um how that goes down that's always a fun environment it's just fun we were able to get a lot of rivalries and i think it's so fun to have so many rivalries even um Leesville and Cardinal Gibbons that's a that's a pretty good rivalry too and um, both those teams are always fun to cover so yeah it's going to be fun we have a lot of rivalries we have um, a lot of storied programs we have a lot of people with new coaches and we have a lot of people trying to replace some star players so it's just going to be interesting as the season goes on see who kind of rises to the top it'll be fun. Well, Josh Powell and Paul Walls, who are the producers here at WRDC and the CW22, you can see their kickoff special now online at myrdctv.com, and I will have splashed it all over social media as well. Thank you both so much for being with me today. Oh, I should also say Paul did probably like 95% of the editing, so feel weird calling it my kickoff special too, because Paul was the mastermind behind it. But also, uh, shout out to the... Um, production crew that comes out and does the games they always do a really great job and um then we (laughs) then we put we air the game we put the or we put the show online and then we do highlights and we make little clips and uh it makes us look really good but um you know it starts with that truck with the game so um yeah they do a really good job Next week on CBS Friday Night Rivals, presented by Campbell University, we'll be in Raleigh, where the 1-0 Millbrook Wildcats host the 1-1 Garner Trojans. Both teams have new head coaches this year, Deron Donald leading Garner, and former Duke running back Lamar Marshall stepping into the role at Millbrook. We're looking forward to the matchup this Friday at 7. You can watch live on MyRDC, stream at myrdctv.com watch, and watch on Facebook Live. Thank you for listening to Game Time in the Triangle. I'm your host, Trisha Williamson. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, and you'll get a notification when our new episodes air. Thank you also to my guests, Josh and Paul. You can see the full Friday Night Rivals kickoff special online at myrdctv.com. <laughs>